y dos. Y dos. Una. Y dos. Una. Y dos. Hello and welcome to Cortez NYC live stream, the podcast. This show broadcasts out of New York City. We are your hosts, Cortez NYC and Carla de Puerto Rico. And on this show, we talk about art, creativity, city life from a Latino perspective. I'm a visual artist. And I'm a singer. And this is episode 87, Otras Versiones. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Spotify, and also on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And what do you got going on? And I just released my debut album, Otras Versiones. You can find it on SoundCloud, on the Carla de Puerto Rico, and also on YouTube. And go to my Instagram and give me your review, your feedback. Let me know which is your favorite cover. Check out on Instagram. The music is really good. We worked hard on this. Carla de Puerto Rico. Special episode. This is this whole episode is your episode, basically. Wow! Yeah, First we'll time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! That hurt. <laughs> first time ever. Yeah, first time ever. <laughs> um, no, this is uh, we're celebrating, we're drinking, and we're celebrating your album release. Yeah, that's right. Um, it is after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. During the Thanksgiving holiday, you released your debut album. Officially Ot- November 25th. It's an album it went of, out. of mm-hmm. cover songs. Um, yes. This is something I've been working on for a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have been working on it for five years plus or so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to dedicate this whole episode to it we're going to play a few pieces of the music yeah and also talk a little bit about our process and all that yeah the um, making of the making of the behind the this scenes. and the other yeah <laughs> so it's gonna be a little bit of an art talk a little bit of a behind the scenes talk and a little yeah. bit of a promotion for yeah, some of you of people that might not be aware of carla's music this is carla singing in the background that's this uh song that you're listening on the background is Quiereme Mucho. Um, it's a cover song from a singer. I think I think she's French, but then also Argentinian or so. Um, and it's called Quiereme Mucho. And uh, I can say I'm really glad that we got this finally done. Yeah, It's been too. a long time in the me works. I, be, I was helping you with the music, helping then eventually helping you with uh, figuring out how to put it together and yeah. what's and, the strategy and, and recording. Um, you know, we we came up with this very professional sound. So yeah, I think uh, the years in the making was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> we had like five different versions of this music. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I'm happy with what we did. So let's listen to a little bit of this one, Quiereme Mucho. And what we'll do is we'll come back after that and talk a little bit about. Uh, maybe I'll talk about the album as packaging. Yeah. We'll talk about that. All right. So this is Quiero Mucho with Carla. Just the last end part of it.
right. So, yes. Now, just listening to that song, it just gotta. I gotta remember to give a shout out to my father, Juan, Juan Manuel. Juan, yeah. Um, yeah. So let's just quickly. I'll quickly talk about. Let's talk about making the music. Making the music. The process of making the music. Just like that track was. Um, you know, we took advantage of every moment that we had to. Um, get together with my father, get together with my brother also helped in rehearsing and practicing yeah. certain songs. Yeah. Um, uh, even my son, Mr. Arky, helped out here and there, you know, kind of just staying involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but like just constantly uh, rehearsing and playing the music over again, trying different styles. We knew that we wanted to do cover music, but we didn't want to do exactly like the album, yeah, so like the original. Also explaining a little bit of why we decided to actually make the music and recreate the music ourselves is because when I started with my YouTube page, we started to um, upload cover songs, but we used the YouTube version of the instrumentals. So that will create a problem with YouTube where I got the videos flagged and everything. So from there on, we decided that if we were going to upload anything else, in regards of music, we were going to recreate the music with either a guitar, electronic music, any anything that it will be easy for us um, to do. Right. That's the way we're going to do it. So that's why we decided to, okay, let's take these songs that we have been listening to for years now and let's try to recreate it. And that's how yeah. we started. And especially, yeah, with um, Quereme Mucho and then other songs in the album, that are acoustic, we used uh, Juan Manuel's talent with the guitar to recreate the music. Right, I mean, so so for example, a song like that one, Quereme Mucho, I remember it started off um, with me just putting down like, imitating like the bass lines and the yeah. p- little piano pieces and little, um, it's got like these little marimba sounds and flute sounds mm-hmm. and imitating it from the original just by ear so mm-hmm. I'm, it's going to be different but it's it's close you yeah. know but it's it's going to be different it's not the exact notes I'm not following sheet music yeah. and and then yeah then my father would help because he can actually hear it and make make sense of the chords and everything the progressions he would come in whenever he was on vacation maybe he was in New York I would be like hey come by and <laughs> and here's the guitar and can you play this <laughs> and we can would just listen to this and play <laughs> and we would just kind of like take advantage of every moment we had to kind of get him to help us out with some guitar parts because mm-hmm. I knew that at least the guitar parts would give it more of an organic sound and mm-hmm. it wouldn't sound so computer you know um, mapped because yeah. me doing it with the MIDI instruments and all that it's fine but it's gonna sound a little mechanical yeah, you know yeah, if yeah. we don't have some sort of and that was actually how it was sounding for a while <laughs> yeah for a while it was, uh, yeah yeah until we finally got Juan Manuel on board to at least do you know basic chords and that's how yeah definitely came to life and and then also um learning which songs needed that right some of the songs i was able i have some guitar skills i was able to put some basic chords over things Mm -hmm. and pluck away a few little melodies but we had to pick and choose our battles yeah so for this album if you listen to the package you'll hear that some songs are just Carla's voice with my father's guitar mm-hmm. and then some of the other songs are a little more electronic those are the ones where I could get in and just say okay on these we're just going to stay electronic because you know my father just couldn't get involved with this one yeah. so we're just going to wrap it up this way the ones that we could get my father involved and in, that he could actually help 
you know, we took advantage of just made it 100% just the guitar and that's it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it worked out because I think overall you have a nice variety. Yeah, it gives a balance to the album too, different rhythms and styles that I think it works with uh, the project itself and what we wanted to do with, because they're cover songs, we wanted to give it our own um, style. And, and that's why it's called Otras Versiones because it's other versions of these songs that you might know, but it's our version of it. And, and the songs are bilingual. Yeah. You have Spanish and English. Yeah. The songs are mostly love songs. Yeah. Um, some of the cover songs, like I suggested, like this next one coming up that we're gonna play for you guys, mm -hmm. Love Song. I suggested it because I always liked it. I, I was a fan growing up of like, The Cure's music. Mm -hmm. um, and I always loved that song, Love Song. And I was like, well, I liked it because it was a love song, but it wasn't specifically a romantic song. It right. was more just expressing It's like a general love. statement of love. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and then I, I, you know, I got you listening to it. You kind of figured it out. I kind, mm -hmm. of, I kind of figured out the basic chords, and I was able to play it on the guitar. Yeah. And... And then you actually added some some own, of your own verses. Yeah, so on this one we have some original verses. They're um, in Spanish. In Spanish, dedicated to Puerto Rico, my family, my friends back in Puerto Rico. So here it is, love song.
turned out a lot better than I imagined yeah after so many versions yeah when we first started doing this song because it's kind of like a rock pop it's a pop it's a pop, pop rock it's song. a very if you listen to the original the cure love song track it's very pop rock very 80s mm -hmm. very upbeat and light it's weird because it's it's a light upbeat song but it's very like gothic mm. and, and low lonely and, like, and, yeah. and dark right yeah. It sounds like a. It sounds like a, he, the guy's in like in a bad trip, and he's yeah. just saying like he's. You don't know if he's in love with the person he's talking about or he's in love with drugs. Like you don't exactly. know what he's talking about. Exactly. And that that's something that we went through with this song, love song, because I remember sometimes you were singing it, and I was thinking like, are you singing it because it's a love song because you're singing about the person, or are you singing about uh, a love song like like. Uh, you know, a, a feeling like well, I, I wasn't sure where you were pointing your your lyrics to, and yeah. then you came across. We were saying, well, how about we, we we add Spanish to it? And I was saying, what if you make it, you know, like so much salsa and so much, mm -hmm. especially Puerto Rico has a habit, a, a, a tradition, not yeah. a habit, a tradition of sending love back to Puerto Rico. Yeah, like uh, you know, when in salsa, there's some. Um, you know, when, when the singer is just saying some type of phrases like out loud, yeah, like, like a freestyle uh, verse. So that's the idea I got from our conversation. And then I was on the train, I had my little notebook, and I started writing some little verses of, of four sentences or so. And four ideas in each verse and then and, and you know that because you you basically say you're dedicating this to puerto rico to the yeah. people to your friends to yeah, your mom yeah. to your dog the past yeah, yeah you know all the memories that you have in puerto rico and that uh, that hit me the minute i heard that i was like that makes total sense now i see where you're directing it it makes sense because now it's a love song and it's saying when i'm alone with you you make me feel like i'm home again mm -hmm. but but you're not saying alone with you like you one-on-one. -on -one. Right. You're saying when I'm alone, like you're, it almost sounds like you're saying when I feel alone the way that you feel alone. Exactly, exactly. We're all We're alone all together. together. <laughs> yeah. And, and also the verses awesome. and, and being that... Very clever. Yeah, being that the, the song has some Spanish to it, then really helped us to just keep the rhythm that we created on this version. Right, right, exactly. The rhythm, eventually I, I broke out of the electric guitar and, mm -hmm. and that kind of thing and I started getting a little more into what if I start plucking it kind of like a little Latin rhythm mm -hmm. what if I put a little like bolero kind of beat and, and that's it's, how it's it started sounds, coming off a little bit like a bachata exactly. like, it sounds like a, like a bachata you can definitely <laughs> dance to it it's not a bachata but it's definitely it, it evolved you can throw your three steps there yeah it evolved into some sort of bachata kind of rhythm and, mm -hmm. and it nailed that I think that, that mm -hmm. made us feel comfortable to say okay that can still stay in this little package Sounded good. Okay. This next song this that I want to talk about. Song, oh my god! This song had like five different versions. No, this it song went from has a like hard twenty rock. different versions. <laughs> it went from a real. hard rock version. It went from a pop light rock version. It was dark pop at some point. Very it was dark and gothic. Very electronic. I, I tried a hip hop like, beat on it. I tried all kinds of things to mm -hmm. see how could we get it to work. Mm -hmm. uh, the original 
disfruto is It's very mellow very mellow yes very slow the original is from, from Carla Morrison Carla Morrison is the original singer and yeah the, the lyrics are kind of like sweet and you know she's talking about her lover and how she just loves him so much and, and she enjoys the time, the time together that, yeah yeah that they spend together but the music was so slow and kind of like a lullaby it was putting us to sleep even me singing it like for real <laughs> so start yawning and you'd be i like, needed <laughs> yeah i needed something that bring it that, that will bring it to life and i think the rhythm that we finally got It's really good. Um, it has still that sweetness, but it's kind of like a strong sweetness. It's kind of like uh, emphasizing the feelings. I don't know. I feel like it's yeah. something like that, right? And, I, and to me, I think what I like that I kept in it, I kept an electric guitar part with a synthesizer. Um, it gave it that electronic feeling, but also like a little mystery, a little melancholy, a little loneliness. It's cold. It has like a cold electronic sound in the background. And I kept it in there on purpose because I think that it helps the mood. Yeah. So let's hear it right now. This, this Disfruto. Is, disfruto. Me complace amarte Disfruto acariciarte Y ponerte a dormir Es Hacerte sonreír Daría cualquier cosa Por tan primorosa Por estar siempre aquí Y entre todas estas cosas Déjame quererte Entrégate a mí Mi tiempo 
that was disfruto. That was disfruto. I just listening to it. I remember. Um, I remember how much I messed around with the guitars, and I I ended up keeping both guitars. And I, I I kept an electric guitar, mm -hmm. and a and then an acoustic guitar responds to it. Yeah. And I and I remember liking the sound of the electric guitar kind of introducing that cold, harsh feeling, and mm -hmm. then the acoustic guitar kind of soothing that response. Yeah, with the and warm with the warm sound. So that little play back and forth, but then the drum machine and then the bass sound mm -hmm. which is like a heavier bass sound um, I feel like that kind of gives it more weight it gives it a little more space a little more volume um, and then your voice is very light and I, yeah. I think that that combination really worked well for that song yeah um, now when I hear the original no disrespect to the original singer but when I hear the original it sounds very simple mm -hmm. and very like uh, I don't know it, it's, it does put me it kind of bores me a little bit because I'm like right. there isn't much to it I know yeah. that's her style but yeah Props to her. It's a beautiful, her, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's beautiful lyrics. And, it's and beautiful melody. And we have to say, uh, we have how many? Duele eres tú and <laughs> disfruto. Calamorison Cala is a big uh, inspiration for you. Yeah, we have like three cover songs in this album that are original Calamorison songs. And I think uh, one of the reasons why it's because of the simplicity of the music and the lyrics. It makes it easy for me to, to learn and follow. And then also for you and for us to make the music and recreate some type of version because it's easy chords and because it's easy to follow. Yeah. Uh, we can definitely just kind build. of work it out. Exactly, and build, build on top of it. Yeah, yeah, build more on top of it. All right, so we're giving you guys a quick little taste of the album. We're kind of yeah. going to go through a few of the songs. We're not going to go through all of them, but... No, no. <laughs> um, but, uh, but so far, yeah, I, I, I got to say... Uh, a little bit of advice for the people out there that might be thinking of making their own album or making mm -hmm. their own music package. Um, definitely keep in mind the time that it's going to take to record this stuff, right? Yeah. The time that it's going to take to then master it and EQ it and mm -hmm. kind of listen to it carefully and analyze it and play it in different places because you, you need to give yourself time to hear it in different kinds of headphones. Yeah, that, that was... Listen to uh, it out of a phone, mm -hmm. listen to it out of the computer... You know, listen to it in a car. Like you want to hear it in all different places because that's gonna play a big role in in your final product. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is just to get the music done. Um, exactly. You know, recording it. We set up a recording little booth, booth. here mm -hmm. just to be At able home. to to let you cut loose and really sing. Yeah. You know, in, in your full strength and yeah. and and get a nice clean sound and not have to worry about the weird room echoes and stuff yeah. like that. And all that takes time, so just be patient, but continue to work on it. Alright, so we'll come back with a little bit more of otras versiones. Alright guys, so this is not our regular culture talk. Uh, <laughs> this is not a regular episode. Um, oh. We are spending this episode talking with Carla and discussing Otras Versiones, which is her new album, yes. a collection of cover songs that she made available on YouTube, available on SoundCloud as well. That's right. Um, mm -hmm. Let's talk about, for Culture Talk, all right, here we go. Uh -oh. I'm freestyling this now. For right. Culture Talk, I want to talk about the culture of home studio production. 
That is a culture in itself. And I mm-hmm. and I slowly tiptoed into it and ended up diving deep into it. <laughs> um, I've been producing music from home. I've had a home recording setup, uh, some form of setup. Yeah. Uh, I would say 20 years now, um, since 1999 and you know 2000, like since that time period. You know when I first got my first computer. You know I I always knew I wanted. I, I heard that you could record in the computer. I wanted to learn how to record in the computer, and I did. Um, and I always messed around with it, um, along with video editing. Um, but this this past, I would say this past year or two years, I got mm-hmm. deep into the new. Uh, keyboards and, and equipment that took us to another level on this mm-hmm. project. Yeah. And one in particular, I wanna I wanna shout out. I mean, I'll, I'll shout out the uh, the drum brute. The drum brute is a drum machine, an Arturia drum brute. Very nice little drum machine. It helped me a lot with coming up with variations on drum uh, fills. So it gave I, once I programmed a certain drum beat, it gave me the fill and it and it helped to create patterns that I would have never normally done and I could pick and choose which ones I liked. But the tool that really made this album happen was this mm-hmm. Roland JDXI. So shout out to Roland JDXI, Roland. Thank you, Roland, for creating the <laughs> JDXI. Yeah. yeah, what a great synthesizer. It's a tiny synthesizer. Uh, it, it fits in your hands, you know, it fits in your arms, but it's it's uh, it packs a punch. It, it gives you three tracks of synthesizer sounds and one track for drum mm-hmm. beats. And you can program it and you could do up to four bars. Four, mm-hmm. And that little machine helped with this next song that we're about to talk to uh, talk about, uh, Eres Tu. Um, Definitely. You know, I started messing around. I was like, I w- I'm really big into like Brazilians. I like world music. I like all kinds of drum beats. But Brazilian beats always get my attention. I, I know that if I want to wake, wake myself up, I just got to tap in some samba or, or bossa nova kind of sounds and it just wakes me up mm-hmm. and and i started doing it on the on the synthesizer i made some drum beats played it i was like all right cool i set up the, the, my scales and i was like well let me try some chords in this scale and i started messing around with some sounds and i was like that sounds interesting mm-hmm. all right and then i i would challenge you i made i made a few different patterns on yeah. on different tracks and i was like hey carla try to sing on top of this hey carla try to sing on top of that and we would spend night after night just kind of experimenting you know, having some drinks and just kind of like trying different cover songs on different beats to see which ones match. Yeah. You nailed it on this next one. This one. Eres Tu. It was amazing. So I tried this song, also by Carla Morinson, Eres Tu. And I don't know. I think some notes are there, some skills are there. That just kind of overlapped, right? Yeah. They kind of matched. That they just kind of like married together very well. So, yeah. And then the rhythm, the rhythm, I, uh, you know, I have to say, like, it, it, it was catchy. It woke us yeah, up. Yeah, very we had, catchy. We had so much, like, downbeat and, and, and low, mellow mm-hmm. music for this project for so long mm-hmm. that this really shook us up and woke us up and was like, all right, let's try this now. Yeah. So, so here it is. It is too.
bass though that bass though that's every time the key. i hear every time i hear that track i forget but i when i hear it i'm like i hear the electric bass that i put in it and i'm like i like it it gave it a little more organic feel to it mm -hmm. because it was all structured um electronically with the synthesizer and all that yeah i wanted to give it a little more human touch and the little guitar chords that added on top added that but then the bass the bass the electric bass is what gives it that that nice little funk little flavor to it yeah the bass definitely gives some rhythm at some rhythm and a little more attitude and yeah definitely um all right but yeah so that was that was added to the next song sombra de ti was kind of built the same kind of way where we mm -hmm. started building up with these rhythms like mm -hmm. again a brazilian kind of rhythm yeah whether it's bossa nova or samba whatever you want to call it it's like this brazilian style of, of rhythm and but then you you started also you came in with the chords yeah so in garage I, band you started recording the chords yeah i started to record some chords from some songs that i wanted to do and this was one of them some that is so i looked by, up the chords Shakira. 
yeah, this is an original by Shakira. Um, and I looked up the chords and I recorded them on GarageBand. Very simple um, recording. It was just kind of like a... Straightforward. Yeah, like a... Bar a, for bar. bar would, exactly. Like, you, like pointing the chords, like the specific accents or where the chord will go. Um, and then from there, we developed the rhythm and everything, and it came out really good, yeah, actually. The original Sombreti is not like this. No. The original Sombreti from Shakira. It's almost like a pop rock, too. It's pop rock, but it's like a lot more mellow. Yeah. A lot more, you hear more the guitar. Yeah. There's like an electric guitar with a little country twang to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so here, one of the things that kind of broke the, the, the mold for me that I was like, all right, now we got something, is... Um, once you had the chords, I took one of the chords and I and I applied a different because it was a MIDI instrument. I applied mm-hmm. a different instrument to it, mm-hmm. and it gave it this weird like mm-hmm. kind of like sound in the background. Mm-hmm. And I kind of lowered it down and made it like a little more bassy, and that started the rhythm. And with yeah. that, I just added this, that little samba drum beat on top of it, and it kind of went along with the drum beat. It's a little it's a little off. It's a little clashy, mm-hmm. but it, but it gave it a different flavor. And it woke, sure. it, it woke it up. It was and like, it makes Sombra de Tia a whole different song in this version. Um, if you listen to this version and listen to the original, I think that you wouldn't know that it's the same song. Exactly, exactly. Um, which is what we wanted to do. Yep. All right, so here you go. Shakira, Sombra de Tia, but by Carla. De Puerto Rico. De Puerto Rico. Voy a dejar que mi guitarra diga todo lo que yo no sé decir por mí O quizás deba esperar a que el insulto del reloj acabe de planear mi fin Duelen tanto las sonrisas, cuesta un mundo
And that's another one that I got to say was thanks to the Roland synthesizer mm-hmm. because of certain sounds in it. Um, but easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Sombra de Ti and Eres Tu were the easiest, easiest ones. Yeah, and even for me to record the vocals, it, it just came so naturally yeah. um, that it was very easy to record. Enjoyable. And yeah. I, we actually had fun with it. And, yeah. I, and I think yeah, that's yeah. a lesson, I think, moving forward to the next project. Mm-hmm. We're already thinking about the next project, but mm-hmm. moving on to the next project, I would imagine we're going to want to take a little bit of whatever we did there yeah, with the rhythms sure. and, and, the, and the synthesizer sounds and the guitar sounds or whatever and apply whatever we learned there to kind of give energy to the next project and, and move it even forward beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I mean, I think the next thing I just want to say real quick is um, the photos. Yeah. Photo shoot. Amazing uh, photos by, by Janelle. Janelle Monson on Instagram is... I'll find his name right now. Yeah. But um, we went to LA, to California, to take these photos, and they came out amazing, amazing. Yes, I, Janelle, shout out to Janelle Monson. Uh, he's J.M.N.Z.N. on Instagram. J.M.N.Z.N. Shout out to him. He's a, a photographer that I collaborated with him years ago when I used to work at Sprayground. And um, he's got a great eye for like a very futuristic, clean aesthetic, um, contemporary photography. Yeah. He makes anything, anybody look like a superstar. He mm-hmm. makes anybody look like they're in the future. <laughs> <laughs> um, but especially, um, he, he's really good with street photography. He, he can capture, he can make any environment look like it's something else. He, he's got a good eye for locations mm-hmm. and how to use locations properly. And uh yeah, we, we, at last minute, we were like, hey, what, how about if we do a photo shoot? Because I thought it was important. We didn't think so before, but after yeah. we completed the music, we were like, you know what? We need to complete this package properly. Let's get some photos together. And uh, and he was in L.A., so we are like, let's, yeah, let's fly out to L.A. So we went to L.A. Um, I've, this is my first time, like, a professional photo shoot. So I was nervous. I didn't know how to pose and stuff like that. But Jonel really helped me to feel comfortable, and his tips and everything helped for the final result to be amazing. So we're really happy with the photos. Thank you, Jonel, again for being there and being able to help us with this. Yeah, and that that's a uh, something else. Another little bit of advice for anybody out there putting together a package like this. If you're putting together an album or putting together a package, keep in mind not just the music. The pre, the pre, the pre-production of like you know the inspirations and the and the writing and whatever and then making the music and and mastering it and all that, but even after you're done with the music, keep in mind photography, keep in mind album cover, album cover we got, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Ark, Mr. Ark helped us out, Mr. Ark, Ark NYC helped us out. Thank you also to Mr. Ark. Thank you for the wonderful album cover, which that was the idea type of like. A family kind of folk, folk kind of folk, folk art kind yeah. of look to it, and and he did a great job. He he did little caricatures of Carla, myself, my father, and him, and kind of put us there in an environment, and and he did a great job on that. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, so I mean, these kind of things we thought of after the fact, and we yeah. started kind of realizing, man, next time we got to think a plan ahead. Plan ahead, exactly. Um, but also music videos. We recorded some music videos while we were in LA. Yeah, you know, we're they're working coming. On those. And they're coming very soon. So, um, and then also, 
it's important for for any musician, artist, singer out there to yeah have the package ready and then just have a plan so that then it's easier for you to promote and you don't um, get overwhelmed with what am I gonna post today? What am I gonna post next <laughs> week? But you already have a plan of, of um, what are gonna be the photos you're gonna post. Yeah. All right, so let's listen to another song from the album. This is Duele. This is just you and my father, Juan Manuel, on the guitar. Yeah. Este dolor es tan grande que me cuesta respirar. Estoy mirando sin mirar. Mi cuerpo se ha caminar por el mundo sin mirar atrás borrando tu mirar voy a darte la distancia aunque mi alma duela y me hagas falta en mis Voy a caminar por el mundo sin mirar atrás, borrando tu mirada. Voy a darte. biggest takeaway from this whole project um, and what do you want to do moving forward yeah um, definitely just preparation in terms of um, for me to have you know specific songs that I wanted to work in um, and then covers that I wanted to for them to be part of the album because at the beginning preparation and then also know how to edit your options because at the beginning we had a list of almost 15 songs yeah. that then we cut down to these nine that we definitely selected for the album so um, know how to edit uh, know when to say it's enough 
yeah. um, when to stop recording and you know mastering because after a while you just can go crazy with the details and when we um, kind of like um, contrast with other songs that we listen to we find out that they sound the same so um, yeah no one's when to say it's enough and it sounds great if it sounds great to you I'm sure it's gonna sound great to your audience along the along the uh, process of making this project um, you also took some vocal lessons yeah yeah I did from Leandra, with Leandra mm -hmm. which also helped a lot when I was when we were on that stage of recording the vocals because it helped me to lay out how I wanted to do the melodies and also my voice sounded a lot more like colorful it's like it had a different um, vibe and vibrato yeah. and you know all that yeah, technical I mean, stuff I, I think the, the vocalist I know a lot of time passed, but the vocalist that started this project is not the same vocalist that completed the project. Yeah, for sure. Um, shout out to Leandro McNair for helping you out on yeah. that as far as like giving you that vocal exercising and kind of like, kind of re... re, re um, she kind of redirected you a little bit, I feel. Yeah, From yeah. an outsider, I did feel you kind of redirected a little bit because once, once you were kind of done with some of that... Uh, lessons that you took with her and we set it up we set up the vocal booth again uh, you came with a different energy you came with a different focus yeah um, then also uh, yeah go ahead with those with the vocal lessons and everything it like reinstalled in me the importance of warming up the importance of yeah. maintaining your voice yep. and and even you know just keep it as a as an exercise that you just have to keep doing because yeah. the voice is a muscle and if you don't exercise it it's like any muscle it can get weak yeah yeah no, so, and, and uh, no no sleepy voices no sleepy vocals like you right you come in already with adrenaline pumping right i, right. I saw the difference i saw yeah. that you were you were had a different attitude yeah. towards it um, and, and definitely uh, don't be afraid to put yourself yourself out there like this is my first actual collection of songs that i'm putting out on the internet like yeah. i put something before but like here and there so this is like an actual project where all the songs were put at the same time and you know we we spend a lot of time working on it so just don't be afraid to create your own thing and put it out to the world because you don't know who can listen to right yeah. now my friends and family are very happy um and then a lot of people that i've known through these years are listening to it and they're giving me their feedback and if it's it feels really nice to to listen to what they're are listening to because what i'm listening to is totally different so yeah, yeah i mean you also have to remember also when you put out a project um a, a music project you gotta mm -hmm. remember that You know, nowadays we're bombarded with so much media, with yeah. so much music, um, but at, yet at the same time, everybody's kind of into a very narrow type of music. You know, mm -hmm. if, you, if you listen to Latin music, then it's reggaeton and mm -hmm. trap, Latin trap. Yeah. And if you listen to American music, it's like hip hop, trap. It's like this like very small window of pop music. It's very small window um, of popular music yeah. and of those genres. And 
if you're going to put out your own music, you're probably not going to fit exactly into those genres mm -hmm. and probably for the right reasons because you have other inspirations and other motivations and other sounds that inspire you. So you do have to be vulnerable and put yourself out there and not be afraid that you will have some people that might not like it. Yeah, it might not be for everybody. <laughs> of course. But it doesn't mean that it shouldn't be and it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you shouldn't put your best foot forward and package it and put it out there correctly. Um, I think for me, the, the biggest takeaway out of this whole project was... Um, the the long the long haul uh, planning mm -hmm. planning for beyond the music being completed right uh, planning the the photos and the packaging and all that planning where is it going to live it's going to live on YouTube it's going to live on SoundCloud wherever it's going to live mm -hmm. um, and then how do you follow it up yeah you know I, I think this this little project started from a, a few random songs that we kind of liked and we were like mm -hmm. hey maybe we should record these why not Mm -hmm. And it went from that to, well, what if we put them together as an album? And now it's like, well, you have an album. How do you follow it up with another album? Right, right. And now now we're talking about that next possible project. And Yeah, so next project will be definitely original songs. And we'll see. Might be an EP, might be a full album. <laughs> you and your EP. We, we're going we're gonna to see um, how long it's going to take us. We don't want to, you know, take so long making it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, this time around, it's not going to be four years. This time around, it's got to be a year right. max. Like, right. It's got to be It's got to be fluid um, yeah. because it, it shouldn't It shouldn't kill you. And I think we've learned a lot mm -hmm. in this first project that the next project should, should kind of have a formula already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but expect then original lyrics coming. Yeah. Um, so now that's your new challenge. Working on that. That's, that, new that's my new challenge. Now it's not that much the vocals, but... The lyrics. It's the lyrics. You know more cover songs. Yeah. All right. So I'm excited about that. I'm sure you guys out there should be excited yeah. about that too. Uh, once again, shout out to all the people that helped us. Yeah. Shout out for your listens, for your reviews, your feedback. Love you all. Wow, Carla, you were like a guest on this episode. Wow. That's First weird. time, yeah. <laughs> I'm a guest on my own show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, but we made it through. Yeah, we did. Um, all right, I think, I think I'm just going to conclude by saying, introducing the next track. Uh, we want to leave you guys with one last song from the album. This one's Dejalo Ir. Dejalo Ir is original by Raquel Sofia. This one, I actually almost made the whole music myself. Yeah. No, you did, yeah. Pretty um, much, like I would say 80% of it. Yeah, did it on GarageBand, so yeah. Listen to Déjalo Ir. By Carla de Puerto Rico. Let go. Check, out, check out Carla de Puerto Rico on YouTube. SoundCloud and YouTube.
Porque a veces querer es saber dejarlo ir.